Okay. So we are going to do Sabbath part one. And let's start with Psalm 23, which you may remember is where we started a couple months ago, if you can remember that far back. No. <laughs> Psalm 23. Okay. Says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And we we opened with this when we started talking about spiritual formation. And that uh, this is the God who's forming us. And he's good. And he wants what's best for us, and he he loves us, and that is the bottom line of what what we're talking about here. And I, we're as we're talking about Sabbath, I think this psalm um, has a lot to do with Sabbath. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, what we'll be talking about is I really believe God God designed us. He designed the world. He designed our bodies to keep a Sabbath mm-hmm. to have this a day of rest and um, he knows what we need. And from the very beginning, he like put this kind of into the DNA of creation that, that we would, we would keep this. And even in this Psalm, which I never, I think only because I'm using the same notebook, it it crossed my mind like, Oh, this is so connected. You know, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. That is Mm -hmm. the point of Sabbath. (laughs) And that is the, the language of Sabbath um, is that God, it's a way for God to force us to lie down and to be quiet and to, for him to restore us. And, um, when, and when we keep the Sabbath, it's a way of allowing God to shepherd us, um, which is, is what this whole psalm is about. And, um, you know, I, like I said, there's so much to talk about on this topic, and I feel like it's just it's it's vast I don't want to overwhelm anyone um and I don't I don't want to be overwhelmed um I know when I'm get overwhelmed I don't do anything (laughs) um so my goal is definitely not to overwhelm anyone I think it's something I have convictions about I'm gaining more convictions about but I hope that tonight we wherever you are we can take like a step forward um it towards towards this and whatever that looks looks like for you um and so i might get excited or intense or whatever um but but uh the the my hope is that ultimately it's inspiring and that it's practical and not like crushing and like oh i just could never do that because that's doesn't that doesn't motivate don't get anything done that way. So um, anyways, and, and again, it's rooted, rooted in this, that God knows what's best for us and he wants to lead us and restore us. And so that's, the, that's what Sabbath is about. Um, I wanted to ask everyone just to kind of get a pulse. Who has ever kept any kind of a Sabbath, any form? Where, where are people coming from when, um, on this topic? I try. <laughs> Um, so I, uh, my Sabbath, I try to have on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So like I have like time that I have with God specifically, um, like way longer time than I normally do every mm-hmm. day. But, um, I'm someone who also, I take time to be with myself, but I'm also someone who gets filled up with being Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of just like let my Sabbath also be something like, okay, I have no plans. Mm-hmm. The ministry is going to go have lunch and go to Deering Oaks. Mm-hmm. Amen. Let's go to lunch and go to Deering Oaks. So it's like just time of like mm-hmm. things that also just fill me up in general. 
so I haven't been really good at it in the past. This is something I've definitely taken like years for me to grow in and like make the time to do so. Like last semester it was like <laughs> my Sabbath is like three hours on Monday. That's okay. So this is like the first time I'm like, okay, this whole entire day. Yeah. That's like I'm striving to do so. Cool. Cool. Yeah. That's good to hear. I have not been perfect. Oh no. No, no, no. There's no no perfection here. I kind of had a phase where I did. And again, it was when I was training for the triathlon. I was working out 6 days a week working. Da, 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 da. So Sunday, I was like, "You know what? I'm not doing anything on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, we're going to go to church. I'm even going to have my cheat meal on Sunday mm-hmm. and not work at that." Yeah. And it just not making plans that day. And not having an agenda, I think, yeah. just helped with, you know, if anyone wanted to go to lunch after church, we were available. Mm-hmm. Or if Jim and I just wanted to go to lunch after church and talk about what the lesson just was and mm-hmm. how, where we were and just reconnect after a, you know, mm-hmm. a rough week of work and stuff, you know, that that seemed really good for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, I think it just the no plans, no agenda, mm-hmm. have one day where you're not hustling bustling yeah. and then COVID hit and yes 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 but but yeah. I was just thinking god I need to get back to that yeah. why was that such a good season of my life yes. because yeah. I was connecting better so yeah oh great get back to that. yeah right exactly yeah cool. I feel like I've had like interesting experiences with Sabbath where like I'm like okay Sabbath so like spend a lot of time with Jesus and like be super spiritual during this time you know and um and then, like, so it's really, like, me putting pressure on myself, and then even, like, learning more about, like, like, okay, when I'm, when I'm walking, when I'm laughing, when I'm enjoying life, God's giving me that, that, like, he's with us, too, like, yeah. he's just delighting in God is also, like, delighting in yes. he's giving me, like, yes. this, this broader idea, like, I think for me, like, of what, what Sabbath even looks like, you know, like, doing things that my soul like replenishes my mm-hmm. soul mm-hmm. you know so I think for me that's mm-hmm. been like a thing too and I've also I've also found that like what's hard for me about even Sabbath too is I won't be doing anything but inside my mind like and I'm yes. anxious so I'm like so then I'm turning to him I'm like how do I Sabbath like I don't yes. know yes yes still right now like, just <laughs> actually because there's still stress in my body yes and yes so and so yes. I'm like, okay, God, how, show me. <laughs> like, yeah. How, like, how do I be still, like, even, like, yes. from my, like, in my inner rhythm? And so. Yeah. Um, so I think that's been challenging, too. Like, kind of, like, going full steam ahead, like, having a super busy schedule, but then stopping, like, oh, it's, like, it's supposed to Sabbath now. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That's been challenging, you yes. know, to, um, to yes. do that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. It's super insightful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, well, let's let's dive in. Let's go over to Genesis chapter one. Uh, the start of most things, all things. And you know what is Sabbath? Uh, just the, the word itself. It comes from the Hebrew Shabbat, which means to stop, to cease, to stop working. This doesn't get much more um, clear than that, and uh, as we as we'll see here, it's it's just from the very beginning of the Bible and the creation story. <clears throat> um, Genesis chapter one. We'll just kind of look through real quick. You know, we, we're not reading the whole thing, but God God makes the day and night. He makes the sky. He makes ocean he makes trees and plants he makes um the stars and the moon and uh then animals and then humanity and um and then in at the end in verse 31 it says god saw all that he had made and it was very good and there was evening and there was morning the sixth day thus the heavens and the earth were completed in all their vast array By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it he rested from all the work of creating that he had done. And this is the 
the original Sabbath right here. And as I have been reading this, I've just been thinking about like, why was there a seventh day? Like if God was done after six, why, why didn't he just, why wasn't that it? Like, what was the point of this next day? If he's all done, usually there'd be, it would be perfectly okay for it to stop at the end of mm-hmm. verse one. Thus the heavens and the earth were completed. And then, and the story goes on, but he, for some reason, God who never gets tired, um, Isaiah forty twenty eight says he doesn't get tired or weary. He doesn't need to rest um, physically the way that we do. And yet he, he spent a seventh of the creation story resting and ceasing from his work. And um, I don't, you know, I don't know, maybe we won't find out the answers to that until, until later. Um, and that is amazing to me that God thought this was so important that he, he spent a whole seventh of creation, not, not working and, um, and, and blessed it and made it holy. And so I, from that, I just see like God put this into the fabric of creation. There's so much else in chapter one that we turn to for like, this is the order of things. And even, you know, we're created in the image of God and male and female, he created them and all this like origin story stuff is in here. And, and so is the Sabbath. And so, um, we just see it's, it's what we're designed for. And I've, I really believe that when we keep the Sabbath, it's like, we are clicking into what we were designed for, you know? And that's true of a lot of things as Jesus taught us, like love your enemies. That feels counterintuitive, but when you actually do it, like, ah, oh, that's the way it's supposed to be. You know, and so many of these things that are countercultural or radical about how we live, when we actually do it, it's like, oh, that's, that is right. You know, and that's how I felt about keeping the Sabbath or, and um, we'll talk what more about what that means, but it's like, we it's in our design. And so even though it's so hard to stop, and so hard to carve out time and say no to things or turn off our phones. It actually is what we were made for. And so um, this isn't like something else that you need to do. You know, it's not like an extra burden on your Christianity. Really, the, this is like what we were made for. And hopefully it's, um, we can get back to, you know, how we're supposed to be uh, by by implementing it. So um, one thing, another thing that I've saw here and I'll share some resources with you guys at the end where I got a lot of this stuff from. Um, I'm not a scholar, just <laughs> gaining all these insights from the, me and the Holy Spirit by ourselves. Um, <laughs> it's just using some other people to help me. But um, one thing that we see here is that, um, you know, in, in ancient times and Jewish times, uh, their, their day began at night. So in the, in the evening, um, you know, we, we kind of know like the Jewish counting system of days is different than ours. Like Jesus was in the tomb three days, but it's not like our version of three days. Um, they, they're, you know, their Sabbath historically is Friday evening mm-hmm. to Saturday evening. And, um, and we see that here in, in Genesis one, if you look at verse three, um, or sorry, verse five, it says, God called the light day and the darkness he called night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. Evening comes first and then morning. That's the first day. Mm-hmm. Then again in verse 8, God called the expanse sky. And there was evening and there was morning the second day. Mm-hmm. And then this goes on. I won't read it all six times. But every this is the end of every day is it's there was evening and there was morning. That, that, that marks the day. And um, this one of the podcasts I was listening to called practicing the way it it pointed out that this is like the the way that their day is structured it establishes evening and rest as like the beginning of your day like you work you work from rest not for it in our day you know which starts at sunset and by the end of the day you're just exhausted and <laughs> crashing into bed and whatever um we we work all day in order to rest at night um and in this order it's you start from rest and work out of that. And, um, and I, that, that's so powerful to me. I don't think there's like anything wrong with a 
it's not like we need to just change our calendars or clocks or whatever. Um, but there's something beautiful about that. And I think the Sabbath is a way to practice that. I don't think there's like a law that that's what you have to do, but um, where you start in the evening and you start with, I'm going to prioritize sleep. You know, that's like the most important part of my day is going to bed early and getting a good chunk of sleep. Um, and, and then we, we operate from that. And uh, John Mark Comer, uh, who is on this podcast, he says um, that, that Sabbath is how we get salvation by grace through faith into our body. And, and that's this idea of like, we're not working for grace. We're not working for our salvation. We're not working for rest. We're, we're working from those things. And so we know we're saved by grace through faith. We know we're, you know, and, and in the, by prioritizing rest so much, it's like this way of, sinking it into our body like yes we are we are saved by grace through faith and i'm taking one day a week to stop and teach my body like that that is that's true um so anyways just an idea maybe start your day at nighttime you know sit who knows um on the sabbath that's one one day a week i can i can try to do that um all right let's go over to exodus chapter 20 and this is, we're going to read Exodus 20 and Deuteronomy 5, which is where Sabbath is commanded in the Ten Commandments. Um, and we'll see, see how far we get. Right. Exodus 20. Thank you. Yes. <clears throat> and as we're reading this, try to think about, um, uh, you know, we've come a long way since the creation story. So now, now we're in Exodus 20, the... Israelites have, um, they were under Pharaoh, they were under, you know, in this uh, slave regime, they were backbreaking labor. Um, they finally get out, they escape, um, they get to be like their, their own people again. And, and the Ten Commandments, this is like the first, the, their basic laws of how they're going to shape the, like from here on out, this is who they're going to be. So this is, an incredibly important moment um, at Mount Sinai. And, and just think about like where they're coming from though as they're, they're hearing this. Um, so chapter 20, verse one, God spoke all these words and he gives, them, he gives them all these commandments. We won't read all of them, but verse eight, it says, remember the Sabbath day by keeping it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. But the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your manservant or maidservant, nor your animals, nor the alien within your gates. For in six days the Lord made the heavens and the earth, the sea and all that is in them, but he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and made it holy. Um, so this is, if you just kind of look at your at your Bible or on your screen or whatever, uh, at the Ten Commandments, you'll notice that this is this takes up a lot more space than some of the other commandments. Uh, the first one is just, you shall have no other gods before me. That's only a few, few words. That is the most important one, <laughs> but only a few words. And um, a, lot, a lot of them are, they're all shorter than, than this commandment. Um, I think it says it's like, this commandment is 37% of the Ten Commandments. So just in terms of volume, it's, it's very important to God. And uh, what I just wanted to ask you guys, like, how do you think the Israelites would have heard this? Like thinking about what, what was their lifestyle under Pharaoh? What were they, what conditions were they used to? And I, I wanted to take, um, oh, we got perfect. You three. Look at Exodus chapter 1, and then you three look at Exodus chapter 5, and just kind of skim through and call out whatever you see about what are their, what are their work conditions, what's their lifestyle under Pharaoh and under Egypt. Exodus chapter 1? Yes, okay. so for you, yeah, you guys, Exodus 1. 
verse 7 uh, in chapter 5 uh, stands out to me. It says, you no longer uh, to supply the people with straw for making bricks. Let them go and gather their own straw. So it's kind of like the exact opposite from a leader uh, that God is saying. And so he's actually giving them more work when they are not even Moses and Aaron were talking to him. And because they were talking to him about letting them go, he was like, well, I'm going to actually give you more mm-hmm. to do. Yep. <laughs> yep. More the work. were bitter with hard labor. Yes. They they're... were compelled to do hard work with the taskmaster. Yes. Yep. Yeah, they, they were just like, it says here, um, where is this, in 12, that the more the Egyptians oppressed them, the more quickly Israel has multiplied um, with their babies, I guess. But like, just just the, like that word, like they were like brutally oppressed. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and so yeah, Sabbath was like just foreign to them, like, what are you, what are you talking about? Yes. Like that is not, like, yep. that's just not. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, it says uh, in verse 13, they worked them ruthlessly. Chapter yeah. 1, verse 13, they worked them ruthlessly. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah and then f- uh, chapter 5, this, yeah. in verse this whole story. Calls them lazy. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and now get to work. Yeah. Verse 18, get yeah. the whole, the whole, uh, and we could, we could spend so much time talking about that, but the, the culture that they're coming from is... Work, 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 work. Um, you're not doing enough. You're lazy. <laughs> you know, get to work. And, um, and, and then, you know, where you get to the Ten Commandments and God is rolling out the new regime, you know, and establishing how he's different than Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, yeah, like Chanel, you said, they, as they're hearing this, they must be, you stop. You, you you don't work on a day? Like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> like, yeah. they just went from working ruthlessly and never being given a break and only being given more to do at every given moment. And now they're told to stop one day a yeah. week. And that must have felt been very foreign. That's probably why there's a lot of um, language given, you know, to it is yeah. he yeah. needed to make it clear. This, this is different. And... Um, what are some differences between God and Pharaoh in these, in these two stories? How is God different than Pharaoh? God is allowing them to have choice. Mm-hmm. Time off to choose yep. how to act and how to be. Yep. Yep. I, I should watch Prince of Egypt. Like, even though, like, you're not, like, you know, we're, like, in a free country, like, like, there's just so much of, like, even, like, the Egyptian way that I think has, like, can trickle into, yes. like, our enslavement to just, like, productivity and, like, mm-hmm. yes. and accumulation and all that. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, yes, yes. Even though we're not slaves, but it's just, like, we kind of are enslaved, but... Yes, um, totally. Yeah. You know, but, like, um, yeah, I just see so much, like, graciousness with God and, like, mm-hmm. so much... Um, like care for like their well being and like coming mm-hmm. from a place of like instead of doing like being like mm-hmm. just be yes. which is hard which is yes hard, yes yes it's, it's like just be just just be yep yep um, it's amazing that he he also commands them don't let anyone work it's not just right. you not just it's taking not care of yourself. Else. Don't yeah. let your animals work. Don't let your servants work. That is crazy, yeah. right? Like it's this isn't like oh you just take your little private vacation while everyone else continues spinning. You, you no one is to work. The slaves are not to. That is so backwards in what they came from. Um, so I I see at some of these points I got from Walter Brueggemann who wrote this amazing book called Sabbath as Resistance, and that's one of the books I've been been going off of. But he says. God is not a workaholic. It's something we, we see here. God is not anxious about his creation. And the well-being of creation does not depend on endless work. Mm-hmm. And that is, that's what we see. That's what he did in Genesis 1. That's what's repeated here. You know, for in six days, the Lord made the heavens and the earth. But on the seventh, he rested. Um, 
and and it is in such stark contrast to Pharaoh, who was was incredibly anxious about production, and um, and the well being of Egypt depended on this this uh, the system uh, of slavery and and work and. And God's system is so different. And yeah. Chanel, you're totally right that there are a ton of parallels mm-hmm. into our society, and we'll we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just God versus Pharaoh, right? So different. And and so we are we're so lucky that this is the God we serve, and that He's the one we're imitating. And so He just says, "Don't don't work. Don't let anyone else work. Because simply because I didn't. That's that's what I did. And uh, and then he, and He also says that He He blessed it and He made it holy. And you guys know holy means set apart. And so even the, the Sabbath is not just, you know, you stop doing anything, but it's, it's set apart and it's supposed to be different than all of your other days. And I've been thinking about the holidays are coming up, right? And we're, the holidays are, are set apart days, mm-hmm. right? So already we're talking about what, you know, Thanksgiving, who's here, who's not, what are the plans? Um, uh, is everyone going to be taken care of, you know, and then, and Christmas, what, you know, you, some people have it mapped out way, way, way in advance. And it's just one day, but we, it's the, we're, we prep for it long in advance. And that those days are set apart. And, uh, this, the Sabbath, that, that one day is supposed to be set apart and kind of, we build our, the rest of our week around it in the same way that you know, you build the next couple months around where are you going to be for Thanksgiving and where are you going to be for Christmas? And are you flying? Are you driving? Who's driving to see you? You know, whatever. Um, that's what Sabbath is supposed to be like in our week is that it's, it's set apart and holy. And so we plan the rest of the week around it, you know, kind of anchors our week. And, um, and we all know that doesn't happen easily or naturally. Um, it takes a lot of a lot of planning and preparation, so which we'll we'll get into. Um, all right, let's go over to Deuteronomy chapter five. This is the second giving of the Ten Commandments, <clears throat> and you might want to keep a finger in the Exodus account because there is a key difference in the Deuteronomy version, and that's what I want to narrow in on. Deuteronomy chapter five. Um, Sherry, can you read 12 through 15? Yes. Observe the Sabbath day by keeping it holy as the Lord your God has commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. By the seventh day is the Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, neither you nor your son or daughter, nor your male or female servant, nor your ox, your donkey, or any of your animals, nor any foreign foreigner residing in your towns, so that you, your male and female servants may rest as you do. Remember that you were slaves in Egypt and that the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God has commanded you to observe the Sabbath day. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> So the in, in Exodus, he says, remember in, in Deuteronomy, it's observe it. And um, a lot of the language is the same, um, but there's an extra, there's an addition here. And what what is the difference um, that's added in, in this giving of the Ten Commandments? The reasoning for keeping this. Well, they're now out of Egypt, out of Pharaoh's control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things I yep. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. In you know, in Exodus it stops basically at where, you know, we're here it stops in verse 14. Mm-hmm. Um that's that's enough of the reason, but here it's it adds this, this extra verse, remember that you were slaves in Egypt and that the Lord your God brought you out of there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Uh, and so that so in 
in Exodus, it's just saying, hey, God did this, so therefore you should do it too. Here it's saying, hey, God did it, but remember where you came from. This is why you need to keep the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. Not just because God did it. That's, that's a good reason, but here's a whole extra reason is that um, you need to remember where you came from. Mm-hmm. And God rescued you from that place. And some time had passed between Exodus 20 and now. And so he's saying, do not forget what Egypt was like. And as we all know, if we've been Christians for any length of time, it's easy to forget um, where, where you've come from or what the alternative would be. And so he says, remember. And um, Chanel, you were kind of alluding to the, the similarities between some of the... Um, life under Pharaoh and, and life for us in the USA. And I think there's, there's a lot of parallels here. Like we, our, our culture is so defined by productivity. Um, we don't have, you know, there's not a Pharaoh, but there's a lot of gods that demand a lot from us. And, um, and it never enough, you know, never measuring up some, of you might have even been told you were lazy. I hope not, but um, that's that's would not be surprising, you know, for that to be communicated in some way to you by someone in you know over you. Um, I mean, I was like super achie- high achieving and interested in all of that, and that that started so early. Like I I went to school in Hong Kong when I was two. This was not like preschool. This was school. I wore a uniform. And they, they do not mess around there. Like mm-hmm. you go to school and you, and, and uh, there's a reason, you know, they excel is because they start their kids really early. When I came back to the States, I started kindergarten here. I was like, this is dumb. Like, I, like what are they doing? I was so bored. And it's just because I'd been in like real school for a few years. And anyways, but that, that's very much in me as a, you know, Chinese person. And it just... I don't know, the values is about, I could tell you all of my stats and, and scores from decades ago that do not matter. But unfortunately, I remember them because they were so important to me. And that was um, who I was, you know. And anyways, and it now I'm not, you know, in that, so no one cares what my SAT scores were. But there's so many other gods that tell us do more and do more and keep up and look a certain way and have, you know, a certain level of something, have enough space in your house, have whatever, um, have nice cars, have, anyways, it just goes on and on. And so, um, we, we have to remember like what God has rescued us from. And the Sabbath is a, is a time to, um, take a time out like to the world around us and be like, you know what, we're not, we're not buying into this, you know, and this whole, this rat race, like we're not, that's not what we're participating in. And I think on the Sabbath, we, um, yeah, we remember that we've been rescued, that we're not like the world and that our, our energy and power doesn't come from the same source. And I wanted to go, um, back over to Exodus 16, which we talked about last time with the, the manna and, um, you know, we're not going to read, we're not going to, last time we read like all of Exodus 16, this whole story about God raining down the manna from heaven. And they, they did not know that, you know, they had just come out, they're in the desert. They had just left Egypt, but they're already complaining because they're hungry. And it only takes being hungry for a little bit to forget like <laughs> where you've come from. Right. And, uh, and so they're, they're upset and God has this incredible story with them of, establishing like I am going to provide for you and um and in that the Sabbath is a part of it so look in chapter in that's chapter 16 verse 21 says each morning everyone gathered as much as he needed and when the sun grew hot it melted away on the sixth day they gathered twice as much two omers for each person and the leaders of the community came and reported this to Moses he said to them this is what the Lord commanded Tomorrow is to be a day of rest, a holy Sabbath to the Lord. So bake what you want to bake and boil what you want to boil. Save whatever is left and keep it until morning. So they saved it until morning as Moses commanded, and it did not stink or get maggots in it. Eat it today, Moses said, because today is a Sabbath to the Lord. You will not find any of it on the ground today. 
Six days you are to gather it, but on the seventh day, the Sabbath, there will not be any. Uh, Nevertheless, some of the people went out on the seventh day to gather it, but they found none. (laughs) Then the Lord said to Moses, how long will you refuse to keep my commands and my instructions? Bear in mind that the Lord has given you the Sabbath. That is why on the sixth day, he gives you bread for two days. Everyone is to stay where he is on the seventh day. No one is to go out. So the people rested on the seventh day. And so this is all, this is baked into this, yeah. this story. Wow. And, um, and I, as I, yeah, as I was preparing this, I was like, whoa, yeah. we talked about this last time because of, you know, God, give us today our daily bread. And like, this is wow. all in there. I was, I was on the beach in Florida reading and I was like, this is amazing. The Bible's amazing. Like I didn't, you know, and God's like, oh, obviously like, of course that's all in there, you know, but it, it's so it's, it's amazing. And it, yeah, it's all a part of this, the story that God is going to provide and they needed help understanding it. And he's like, no, 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 no. Six days you work, stop. I'm going to provide for you. Um, and, and I think at the root one of the roots of this, the story is about our trust in God, you know, and that's, that's what it was for them. It's like, is God going to provide mm-hmm. even at, if we don't yeah. do what we think we're supposed to do? Is he going to provide? Oh, he did. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they had to be told over and over again. It probably took them a while to get it. Like, okay, maybe I have, how many Sabbaths did it take, you know, before they're like, Last Sabbath and the Sabbath before and the Sabbath before there was enough bread. So maybe, maybe today, you know, and, um, and that's, that's the way that we are. But anyway, so this is what he's calling them to remember. Like, remember, I brought you out. Remember, I provided for you. And, and so, you know, fast forwarding thousands of years into our lives on the Sabbath is when we trust, like God is the one running the show and he's in control. And, I don't need to work. Um, Now, I think all of us are in situations where we don't have to work seven days a week, you know, and that, so if someone in this group uh, did have to work seven days a week because of their life situation, that's it. That's another story. But we, fortunately, we don't have to, you know, and um, there's a lot to be grateful for there. But we, yeah, we take that day to just trust, like the world is going to keep going without, without me and uh the song i you know a lot of us sung as little kids like he has the whole world in his hands Mm -hmm. that's what we're we're saying on the sabbath is god has the whole world in his hands and he doesn't need me to keep the world going um and he he is going to provide and so that whether that means like we'll we'll get into the practicals of it but whether that means for me one of the things i do is like i turn off my phone and i don't plan and I don't send any of you text messages and you all know I I communicate a lot it's my job and it's my personality and on the Sabbath I don't communicate with anyone and um and that's a way of just you know I'll think like oh I didn't see I haven't seen this person at church in a while like I should text them and I just say no you know what let me just pray and I don't need to check up on them like I will check up on them tomorrow but I don't need to I don't need to be yes do we want to encourage one another daily yes do we you know but I don't, me texting them is not going to make or break their Amen. faith. And so that can wait a day. And I don't, and because my phone is off, it helps me, you know, that it kind of stops that internal rhythm. Like there's literally nothing I can do. I can say a prayer and that's it. Um, and that's this, that's all tied in with this. Like God is God. Mm-hmm. We are not. So um, let's see how we're doing time. Okay. Uh, I wanted to, there's a, bunch of other mm, let's go to Matthew 11 sorry we do have to go to the scripture okay Matthew, this will be our last last big scripture Matthew 11 and and then we'll get a little bit practical about um, what this looks like for me what it could look like for you Matthew 11 so there's this like the scriptures in Genesis Exodus Deuteronomy that's like a theological basis for the Sabbath and then Matthew 11, we're just looking at a pastoral basis. Like, why is this good for us? You know, and why, why, why do we need it? Not just we should do it and God commanded it, but let's check in with Jesus here. He says in Matthew 11, can someone read 
28 through 30. Okay. NLT again. <laughs> then Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, mm. and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle, and you will find rest for your souls. My yoke fits perfectly, mm. and the burden I give you is light. Amen. Oh, that's great. What did it say instead of burden? Come to me, all you who are weary and... Weary and carry heavy burdens. Carry heavy burdens, yeah. Thank you. I always feel refreshed when you read from the, yeah, <laughs> that translation. Yes, it's a good one. Uh, so Jesus here is speaking to a, a lot of different people. Um, people who were, they could have been worn out and burdened by their sin. We know he talked to those kind of people. Uh, they could have been worn out and burdened from the religion. He talked to plenty of, yeah. of those people. Uh, they could have been worn down by the culture. You know, a, a, any number of things that we can all relate to. And Jesus offers them a way out. And he invites them to another way, another alternative. And this scripture, I'm sure all of you have found comfort in it because it's, mm-hmm. it's spoken 2000 years ago and it feels exactly like it's written to us today. You know, who is not carrying heavy burdens? Who is not weary? All of us, I love that in this group, like we are all in a different life stage, but, and so our burdens might be different, you know, but we can all, like, I don't have homework anymore, you know, <laughs> but, but we're, yes, thank God. <laughs> But we have burdens that you don't, you know, and you have burdens that we don't in it. And, and all we're... I was going to say, you have <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's like, I've seen them. I've seen them and I'll... I will take my burdens as they are. Yes. Um, yes. So we are, we're all, yeah, we're all carrying different, different burdens. But man, this does this speak to us and... You know, in this this whole idea of spiritual formation is that we're letting Jesus carry the yoke and let, letting him shape us. And the Sabbath is, I really believe that it's one of the best practices um, to let Jesus form us well. And, you know, and I'm not, just to be clear, I'm not saying like uh, you have to keep it to be Christian or it has to be 24 hours or we're not getting in, into any of that. Maybe next time we can talk about the nuances of all that um you don't need to do this to be saved but I think especially in our culture and our world of constant connection and never shutting off like it it's just astounding how much I mean I know that Jesus knew that like he's timeless his words are timeless but I'm like they didn't have a 24-hour news cycle <laughs> like they didn't have phones in their pockets that can had more power than the computers that sent astronauts into space like they didn't have (laughs) they didn't know what everyone was feeling and thinking all around them at all times like and they yet they still had their own burdens and um how much more does this does this resonate to us where we are we're so connected and there's so much bad news all the time and it just right in you can't get away from it you know um and so i i think that one of the best reasons to keep the sabbath other than all the other ones we talked about is just that we like we need it you know and um jesus it's the way to let jesus to take his his yoke and let him um what did you say perfectly um, yes yoke fits perfectly and yes and i give you his light Yes, his yoke fits perfectly. Um, to trade our our yoke for for that one that fits perfectly, and so um, it, it, the Sabbath was one of Jesus' habits. You know, with he lived in this Jewish culture, he kept it. Now he kept it very differently than a lot of his people expected him to, and so that was surprising. And they almost all the conversations about the Sabbath in the New Testament are him getting into fight or. Pharisees fighting with him because he's healing someone and helping someone on the Sabbath. And so, you know, again, those are some of the nuances, but he did keep it. It doesn't say he didn't keep it. He just didn't keep it like they had organized. Um, 
but it was, it, it was a habit of his. And so, um, again, when we tr- try to keep it, it helps uh, keep us in the rhythm of the life that we were, we were meant for. And, um, and so there are, there's four, a lot of people categorize like, what, what are you supposed to do on Sabbath? You know, what's the, okay, so you stop, Jesus, God rested, but what are you stopping to do? Like, just to think about all the things that you're not doing or what. Um, so I want you to write these four, these four things down. Um, stop, rest, delight, and worship. Mm, stop, rest, delight, and worship. And some people might phrase some of these those differently uh, some one person says uh, contemplate instead of worship but mm-hmm. stop rest delight and worship that um none of those words have too many syllables and contemplate is three so it doesn't it just doesn't <laughs> doesn't fit for me <laughs> stop rest delight and worship um and so i wanted to talk a little bit about like stopping and resting and then maybe next time i would love to have a lot of group discussion next time. Uh, like, let's try out some things and see, you know, and then come back together and we can talk about what, what went well, what, what didn't, frustrations, whatever. And we can talk about delight and worship next time. But because it's just way too much to get into all of this in, in one night. But stopping and resting. So that's, that's what we're going to talk about. Um, stop. We've, we've talked about that a, a lot. But that's the very first thing that you have to do on a Sabbath is stop. And that takes, it takes planning, yeah. you know, and it takes, totally. uh, a lot of forethought mm-hmm. and it's, the, there's, it, there's never a good time to stop. And so it's, it's really hard to make yourself do that. And the last few years, um, we've had different seasons of, of of keeping this and we've been we've been out of the habit it's something we're trying to get back into and it is so hard even though like we know we want to do it and it's good for us it is so hard to make it work so last weekend our d group was trying to meet and um i didn't tell you guys this and we've been like we really need to get back to a 24-hour period that we can designate as as a Sabbath. And, um, it's been, it's been hard to do cause like Judah had soccer and then summers we changed when we're having church, you know, and I don't, whatever. We've just been all Jesse leads worship. I've been leading Bible class for the kids and like, whatever. There's been a lot going on anyway. So last weekend we're like, we're committed. We are this weekend. We're going to, we're going to do it. And our group changed when we were meeting like four or five times. leading up to the weekend and so we i kept flip-flop flip-flopping when our sabbath was gonna be i was like okay it's definitely gonna be friday night to saturday night that's when it's okay no now it's gonna be saturday night to sunday night oh no okay now it's gonna be actually it's gonna be back to friday night to saturday night and then and then back again and and whatever it 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 happened we had a great time with women and then you know saturday night to sunday night we we had our sabbath but I was just dying at like this text thread and the, the plans changing yeah. and us because I'm like, this is, it is so hard to do this. And I, and if Jesse wasn't on the exact same page and if we weren't like tr- both really committed, it would just been so easy to be like, Oh, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is way too hard, you know? And uh, Anyways. So it's just, it's very hard and it takes a lot of preparation. And one thing for me, like, it means not doing my groceries, that making sure like yeah. I have mm-hmm. food that day. I don't need to, a lot of Sundays I'm like, oh shoot, I got to go to the grocery store and we don't have anything to eat. And there's nothing restful about going to the grocery store on the weekend. Um, and so, and anyway, so I, for me, it's like a, a planning the week out, like, okay, this is when we're going to take it. And that means... Like I need to have, I need to know what we're going to eat. When we were meeting for church at 10 or at 4 PM, that was really tough for like dinner for the kids after it was just this like mm-hmm. chaos of mm-hmm. we're all hungry. We usually eat dinner at five thirty, but we're getting out of church at five thirty. 
you know, whatever. What And we were trying to do the Sabbath, and I was like, this is stinking. Like, there's nothing restful about this at all. And that was the night that we got takeout. And we'd be like, on the way home from church, pick up dinner, and that, and that's it. And like that. Yes. And, and that we're not doing dishes, you know, and we're not yeah. now. Okay. That's not keeping with, um, you know, don't let your, don't let anyone else work. You know, we're, we're supplying someone else working, but that was, that was what did it for me. It was like not doing dishes and not just saying that's going to be the night that we get takeout. And that, yes, so restful. I was like, it's the best time to get takeout on the Sabbath, um, for, for our, our life stage. Anyway. So I think, yeah, I, I want to ask you guys to think about when is a ideally a 24-hour period um, where you can stop from stop work. And it doesn't mean you stop doing everything, but you, you stop work. And if that is too much, I love what you said, like you had a three-hour yeah. on Monday. Like that's that's better than nothing, you know? And, and, and maybe that's where you start is like mm-hmm. I can't – 24 hours sounds insane – um, but what's a three hour, you know, where I can stop working. And I, I think about you, Anna, and like in college, this would have sounded so crazy to me. Like I was, I was doing everything like you, I didn't run cross country. Um, but I, I, I worked my tail off in college and, but I also think like that would have been so good. And if that was like a, a part of our campus ministry culture, mm-hmm. that would have been so good. Like, what if we, instead of all of us working around the clock, thinking that we needed to save the world, like, what if we set aside time to remember that God was running the world and so he was the one saving people and he didn't need us? And like, that I don't know, you know, and so I, I I thought about you a lot as I was working on this, and like, yeah, this would have probably freaked me out, but then in retrospect, man, that could have been so good for me and for our campus ministry culture to not work around the clock, you know, and to recognize and like, I think about the fruit that could have borne in like later years, you know, for the people that I went to college with. I don't know about you, but yeah. I. I think it's worth fighting for at every life stage, you know, even if you have deadlines and homework and, um, it is also, there's never a good time, you know, in any life stage, there's never a good time. So anyways, start, maybe it's half a day, maybe it's just a few hours. Um, but ideally a 24 hour period that you can stop from work. And, um, and then the, the second thing is to rest and rest this has been the hard part for me because I would like my 24-hour Sabbath to include eight to ten hours of uninterrupted sleep and just a serene house and um, peaceful music playing <laughs> and and uh, no messes anywhere and no crumbs on the floor and no, like and when I started trying to, to do the Sabbath I could not figure out what to do with my kids I was like they don't know it's the Sabbath like they they're not stopping how are you supposed to do this and so I um I've had to like acknowledge like okay on the Sabbath I will still be cleaning up messes and wiping butts and resolving fights and like I wish that I, we could, you know, but that's where we are and that's okay. Um, but there's so many other things I can rest from, you know, and like, okay, I might not be able to control how many hours I sleep or what good, but there is a lot that I still can't do. And so for me, I, I turn off my phone, like mm-hmm. my, my job and my, yeah, just my personality. Like I talk, I'm always running and like setting up plans and thinking about people and commu- and so this just has to be off, like, mm-hmm. for me. And um, we'll put it, sometimes we'll put our phones in a box. Or Jesse, he doesn't, like, make plans on his phone. or ha- So it's kind of okay. He'll keep his phone on if we need a phone because it doesn't, yeah. he doesn't use it the same way I do. But mine just has to be off. And um, I think mo- for most of us, it needs to be off to some degree, you know? And maybe that means it's, the, the, you can, there's a lot of, 
settings on here. You can, it's amazing. Like I, one time I texted a friend of mine, a minister on his Sabbath and it gave me like an auto response for like, I'm, I forget what it said, but it was like a voicemail, but in a text that was like, I'm not available and I'll be checking, you know, this tonight or whatever. I was like, I don't know how you did that in your settings, but that's amazing. Um, so like his phone was on, I knew, you know, and if there was an emergency I could get through, but it, I was like, wow. A friend of mine has that when she's driving. It he has you back. Yeah. Yes. Driving, yes. I'll text you. Yes. So it was like that, but for like oh, a 24 yeah. hour period, I was like, huh. whoa, for, I'm just going to leave mine off. Cause I don't even, I don't even want to know how to do that. But, um, anyway, so, so my, my phone off, um, from chores, you know, I, the, I'm just sharing some things for, for me, like, uh, yeah, from errands, from decision-making, you know, like this, I'm not, we're not going to make plans for the week. We're not, whatever. This is, those are things I try to take rest from. Um, it, and what about for you guys? Like, what are some activities or just things in your life that you could rest from on the Sabbath? Things that you would not engage in that would help you to slow down? Questions because she's not ever told me when she's taking a sabbath. We'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. I got to set up the auto the auto response for her. Well, actually, okay. So on that note, one of the things that I found so frustrating. No, no. One of the things that's so hard about this is that we don't we don't have an established day, yeah. right? right? And so, like, I, I have told Steve this a while ago. I'm like, man, the Jews, they had something right. Like, yeah. they all keep it. Mm-hmm. So it's, they're not arranging their plant going right. back and forth five times about when they're, yeah. they're all yeah. doing it. And, you know, and I'm not saying oh, we, we need to... Not use any light. The whole, yes, the yeah. But there is a beauty of the communal aspect yeah. of that. and mm-hmm. And so, hopefully... Yeah. Grammy, we will know. <laughs> yes, that too. Exact. Oh yeah, plans yeah. changing. Oh my goodness. But we, but I, if what if we, you know, if we all did it in the same day, then right. you wouldn't need to know. Like, mm-hmm. oh, she's not getting back to whatever. You would just, you would just know. Anyways, yeah. so um, <laughs> yes. What else? What are other things we could rest from on the Sabbath? Yeah, I have like plans, and so I. Like I said, I've been trying to grow in this a lot because mm-hmm. I do a lot. And so mm-hmm. um, I really need this rest time. Um, and so even though I have so much going on, I make sure, like, all my homework's done by Saturday night. Yeah. So, like, I yes. don't have any on because I have, like, a ton of homework that's due Sunday at midnight. Mm-hmm. And so, like, wow. I'm like, okay, like, I'm not doing, like, anything. Like on Sunday. So like homework's a huge one. Like I yeah. really yes. try to like have all my homework done by Saturday, so I don't have to worry about it. I study for exams before Sunday, and mm-hmm. I don't study on yeah. at all on Sunday. Like all my classmates are like, "You're insane." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, "Yo, yeah, um, the only sane one here, dude." <laughs> uh, and it's actually to the point that like I, um, I don't know, just like taking my Sabbath it's very, like, noticeable to how restful I am. Like, all my awesome. classmates think mm. it's super annoying to take, like, exams with me because I'm so calm and, like, not anxious. <laughs> and I get good grades even though I'm, like, so calm. Um, yeah, and even, yeah. like, Sarah, she's like, you know, I'm like, I'm worried. Like, you're doing so much. And I'm like, sis, I'm good. Mm. <laughs> like, I'm actually doing really good. Like, I'm not stressed. Like, I'm, like, probably the most calm and restful I've ever been in my discipleship yeah yeah amen I'm probably doing the most I've ever done like I'm doing good and I think it's like not doing homework not not doing dishes dishes are like no worse for me (laughs) and even if like I like do dishes every like probably every like three days because like I just don't have the time to do it and it's so oh, yeah. like the tedious task and so like it's like oh this folding your laundry do your dishes is gonna take five minutes in reality but my brain's like it'll take a 
five hours. Mm-hmm. And you just don't have the energy. You yes. don't do it. <laughs> so, like, it's the worst. So, like, dishes. I've had, like, dishes in the sink before. And I'm just like, Adrian, I'm just not doing the dishes because it's my Sabbath. And I just can't. And she's like, I understand. You're like the Jews of laws about I this. Like, I, I just, like, can't. Like, this is, like, for me, dishes is, like, the most work. Like, I'll go sharing on yes. my face, like, 12 hours before I do my dishes. Yes. Like, I don't yep. like doing dishes. So. Yeah, there you go. There you go. We it's are. not restful. Yes. <laughs> yes. So those That's are like amazing. Two yep. of the many things that like yep. are on the list of not to do. We like use paper plates. Yeah. Um, that's a mm-hmm. on that like that's the day we'll do. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're doing paper plates. I'm not going to the grocery store on my seven. Definitely. From this lesson. Yes. Yeah. Please. Yeah, I try and get everything done Friday. Basically, I get the grocery shopping done on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um. I I have I'm lucky in a sense because Jim typically works every Saturday morning mm-hmm. until noon, so I can get up. Typically, have coffee with my girlfriends and then come home, get my meal prep out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The laundry out yep. of the way. Um, so I meal prep my breakfast and lunches for the whole week. Mm-hmm. So get that all the way. Um, my big challenge, I, and we've been better, especially now that we're not golfing. We didn't get a mm-hmm. golf membership this year, so that helped a lot. Um. I don't want to cook or do anything on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I don't want to even watch anyone cook on Sunday. <laughs> um, but Jim, his way of relaxing is like yes. cooking this meal that like takes a long time. Yes. Braise this roast. Yes. yes. And I'm just like, because <laughs> uh, then it's like, are you going to clean up after yourself? What's going to happen? Who's cleaning that? You know, and no, leaving it till Monday is not an option. Yes, for yes, so, yes, um, yes. So we kind of struggle there, but we mm-hmm. have to institute some either we yes. go off lunch yeah. on Sunday or we get takeout or yeah. something like that. We've instituted yeah. that. Or just having a plan. Yeah. We're going to yep. cook Saturday night no. and just have leftovers on Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something like that. Yep. But Oh, that's big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Je- you know, Jesse loves baking bread. And so for him, that's, that's a Sabbath activity, yeah. right? Yeah. Like it, and the, because we're not running around that like, he has time to do it, you know, but and so there's certain things that are, they're restful mm-hmm. for me. I'm, I'm, I've never made a loaf of bread and I <laughs> hopefully never will. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that on my Sabbath. And it takes all these steps and you that's can just stressful. buy a loaf. I don't know, you know, whatever. But it's restful for him. So I, I'm like, that's what we're, every Sunday we're going to do soup and bread. And mm-hmm. my children will eat bread and that counts. Yeah. That fills them. And so soup and bread. And that's, but, so that's part of the plan is like. That's it. I'm not simple, whatever, crock pot. He makes the bread and it reduces the decision making. And uh, yeah, I, I need to get paper bowls though. Now that we are talking about this, it's paper bowls. <laughs> Were you going to say something? You yeah, thought- well, mine's a little bit different. I think for mm-hmm. me, kind of what everyone else is saying, if I could like shut my brain off mm-hmm. for the Sabbath, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. But I can't. So a lot of like, what causes me to constantly be thinking because homework is just a way of like mm-hmm. like stuff mm-hmm. like that has just become like whatever but mm-hmm. I think for me um even when there's seasons in my life where it's like everything is fine I find a way to like freak yeah. myself out so yeah. mm-hmm. one thing that I've really been trying to do is taking a step away from social media and yep um, a lot of um even yeah similar just communication I think mm-hmm. For me, it's been a blessing and a curse. Is like I'm a senior, I have a lot more responsibility in, in my school and in my jobs, and that's great. But um, it can very easily become something I prioritize and or like get anxious about over God. Mm-hmm. And I can even be thinking way more about that on Sundays than I am about yeah anything else. So I think I've really been trying to um, yeah to not use social media, but also just kind of like like yes, I would I love serving on Sundays, but also making sure that what I'm doing is kind of, like, outwardly focused and mm-hmm. less about, like, all the things that I need to get done. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I think my phone can just, it's, like, I throw it mm-hmm. all the time. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's just, like, a single ding can just yeah. set me. Yep. I think there's just so much going on. So oh, totally. Definitely prioritizing, totally. like, yes. mental health and, and taking the steps to actually do so. Because, yeah. Like, even if that's doing an anaday, so... Maybe it would be a run, or maybe it would mm-hmm. be, like, mm-hmm. yep. doing something physical that I didn't get totally, to do. Totally, yeah. Just being, like, okay, like, you 
or just sitting in my room taking a breath for five minutes and recognizing that the world did not crush mm-hmm. that way. like yep. just figuring out ways to make myself like sit and think yep. and remember that I do not need to be in control of yeah mm-hmm. yeah yes I've yet to turn on my phone and find out that <clears throat> the world stopped, stopped. <laughs> right, so um, yeah, it's, it's going yeah I think it's like a I I take a rest from multitasking, right? Like that's su- that's <laughs> yeah. such a part of our life. And on the Sabbath, because my phone is off, I'm not checking it while I'm taking care of my kids. And I'm not, I'm just, it helps me to be present. And I think I'm always like got all the gears going. And something about that and the fact that we're, the dinner plan is already made or whatever it is, yeah. it's like minimizing decisions and I'm not multitasking. I can be present and that um I think a lot of this is also like teaching our bodies how to stop and that that takes time and like the benefits don't can take some time to sink in um because we are we're running nonstop all the time but I think I would encourage you to kind of try to pick a consistent time it sounds like some of you already have that but because then then your body knows. You know, I'm thinking of, like, trying to teach my kids. Like, this is, you know, we're going to light the candles. And this is marking the beginning of, of a Sabbath. And we're going to, we'll have we'll have pizza. That's how we start it, mm-hmm. is with pizza. Because that's also easy. And they'll eat it. And they'll, it's just easy. And then we'll bake bread or whatever. And this is the And this is the time where mommy and daddy are totally focused on you. And we're not, you know phones are off, whatever. And, and hopefully that sinks into their consciousness and our bodies. And, um, and then, and that carries over into the other, you know, six days of the week. So, um, we are going to stop there next time. I'm going to send you guys a ebook and some podcasts to listen to it over the next month. Um, and, and then some questions to, uh, chew on um but yeah hopefully next time we can just like really hash out how did this go and what is working and what's not working and um and then we'll talk about delight and worship as the um things that we are doing on the sabbath so that's all for tonight what's the name of the